Libertas dive. Here they come. Christian Jew slipped the goal. It's raining stuffed animals in Chocolate Town. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's the dismal pad. Say it again, Michael. Turn off the video game. Stop stop texting. We have a guest. We have a friend this week. And I'm sorry to our listeners. And uh, even more sorry to our guest. Jesus fucking Christ. Put the knife away. Don't. Uh, he opened it. He opened the fucking knife. Uh, I'm just going to try and plow through this. Uh, this is the dismal guide. <clears throat> this is a fall. Oh, my God. He fucking <laughs> Now, I don't appreciate our guest uh, encouraging this behavior. Are you are you ready? Yeah, um, that's why I moved over here. So this is a oh, motherfucker. This is the dismal tide. We're that's, back. That's right. The, the tide rolls back. Roll tide. We've never, said that. <laughs> We've never said roll tide. I think that works. That's right. Uh, we are we're back. We had a week off. Due to a scheduling uh, conflict. Unforeseen circumstances. Oh. From had, multiple parties. You're had, still in quick play back here. Oh, shit. Mike is still playing video games. He can't. What, did you, what, do you, what do you got going on back there? This oh, is uh, Overwatch. Overwatch. I've heard, I've heard of this. It's, I'm a hero. It's video game. It's a, it's a six on six. It's basically like Call of Duty, but like cartoon character Call of Duty. Okay. It's fine. It's a, I, you know, it's still making noise, so I'd really like for you to turn the whole thing off. It's a dumb game for children, and it's the only thing that I'm even okay at. I'm a really shit uh, Call of Duty player, so I, I, I try to avoid that. So, Me too. I, uh, the only video games I play are... I always say, oh man, that video game looks cool and I want to get it, and then I buy MLB The Show, and I play... <laughs> The most, not to me, but the most boring game to most people in real life. I play it as a video game. Yeah, to, <laughs> me, to me, that's one of the most. I it's actually, actually super fun. MLB the Show is a great game, but yeah, I, I keep on meeting. I I was talking about how excited I was for Death Stranding, and I haven't gotten around to it yet. It's it seems like a big time commitment. Death Stranding is. It's the new uh, Kojima game, the guy who made all the Metal Gear Solids. Uh, it's it's oh, the, that's right, the one with Norman Reedus. Super hyped, right? Yeah, yeah. Oh, it looks impossible. It every every clip that I've seen of it that people have posted on Twitter is them driving a vehicle and it just rolling off a cliff, uh, no matter what they do. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I saw a couple of them. There's a picture in hey, like three parts of someone who had. Uh, Oh, oh, sorry. There's there's a weird delay. I also hear myself so loud, and it's om- almost impossible to to speak. Well, maybe if you were ready on time. I uh, two. I don't think that has two quick questions. 
Yes. I have headphones Go ahead, call her. on, so I I have terrible 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 judgment in controlling my the volume of my voice. So what what would you guys say? Am I speaking at a good tone right now or too loud? I'd say you're a little your voice is a little too deep. I'd like if you could make it a higher pitch. Just like speak a little higher. Uh you know what? That's that's incredible that you said that because the I last hate. time that I did the show with you guys, I tried so hard to alter my voice because I hate <laughs> hate hate my voice on you know audio as everybody does. Um, and I listened to the episode. and I said, "God, that that couldn't have been worse." I I was so disgusted with my own voice. So I said, uh, "Tonight I am going to just talk like I normally would." And Brendan told me that that is not good enough. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> I, I, uh, hold on, hold on one second. We gotta, we gotta actually introduce uh, our, our guest. This is uh, now. He did mention that he's been on a previous podcast. I think it's easily been two years, though, right? Mm, yes. Oh, at, at, at the very least. This is any any dedicated, longtime dismal dismal tide listener. And you know what? There are some. There are literally maybe a dozen, perhaps. Um, some people like us. They know that we refer to some imaginary other Mike or a Lizak, um, one of the longtime supporters of our show, one of one, one of, the, of our oldest closest friends, the, one both, the, Mike and I. Pro- one of the few people who gets referred to in asides on the show all the time. The one one of the people that we speak directly to while recording the show. <laughs> this is this is close friend. Uh, this is Lizak. Say hi, Mike. Hello. Oh, that was good because you know, the audio <laughs> cut out. As Listeners, soon as we hello, Brendan. Him. Oh, <laughs> again? Let's try that again. Hello, Mike. Are we rolling? Uh, we've been rolling for Brendan, five say and a half speed. minutes. You have to say speed. Speed. Yeah, that means speed. we're rolling. Okay. Rolling. Well, that was fucking. That's real. film. That's film. I would get. We're in the. This is the. This is the magic of radio. So, Lizak, as we always ask our guests and almost always remember, uh, I'd like you to describe to our, our listeners or maybe some new listeners that you're bringing into the show just what the Dismal Tide is. Uh, and you can do as accurate a job as you want. You can be malicious and slanderous and lie. I won't complain. Uh, what is the Dismal Tide about? I, has anybody given a direct yet? Uh, every question, every time I ask it, last week, the kid, your guest just like skipped through it. <laughs> Yeah, he said it's about like community uh, and friendship. I, this is uh this is a, this is funny because I've been thinking I'm probably going to be on one day. What kind of answer? Can I and I you know did the thing where I tried to write out funny things in my head and they sucked. So uh, the dismal tide is uh it's like it's like a podcast version of Seinfeld. It's a show about nothing. We'll take They're it. sports, I guess. I don't know. I love the Emmy winning, much beloved. That's the only thing I can say about it. Making millions in syndication. Catch us on. And the best is I play it. Like if somebody's in my car, you play this show to uh, to people who don't car, know who we are. Yeah, I mean it's people that know you. Like well, um, oh, I'm. He's on the move. He's on the move. He's going to presumably a better Wi-Fi spot. Ah. Now, you may be asking why he didn't start in that spot. <laughs> uh, I'm asking the same question. Uh, am I any better? This I got, is I got, really uh, like, this is honestly my favorite episode so far. 
I don't know what I'm doing. Wrong. This is immediately better. This sounds better. Who? I, I, I want to know who you've played our show for and what the, re- the response was. Uh, so how are you guys with name dropping? I, I see you guys try to skirt I that can, uh, a lot. I can scramble it up, so don't worry about it. Oh. Twitch uh, has listened to it. And Mike, even though he doesn't know you as well, he, he agrees that you're very funny. Well, I think we mostly like when you rip on Brendan. <laughs> that uh, is what most of the listeners. So that's, that's that's the common bond that everybody has. Is that uh, if if somebody's talking bad about Brendan, other people want to hear. I'm a little worm. I'm a little. Uh, worm. He's a nice big, little freak, uh, big, and he deserves big, pain. Uh, Timmy Timmy G has listened to the show with me and enjoyed it before. Uh, yeah, uh, the usual names that you guys can think of. No, like I, I don't. I haven't gone on like a first date. Leave that door open. Oh, that'd be so good. Leave that door open. As soon as you like, a girl gets in the car, be like, "So, how's everything?" Be like, "Listen, this is my my friends have a sports podcast." How do you feel about NFL parodies? Tell her to shut up. (laughs) I'm listening to the show. This is the fucking dismal tide. I only get so much time in a week to listen to the show. I gotta catch up with the boys. I've thought about dumb scenarios like that where I'd land like a, a just a you know a girl way out of my league, which is probably any girl, honestly. At this point. <laughs> uh, Preach. <laughs> uh, and you know, like her saying, like that's it, like pick me or X, and me just uh, I'm gonna pick X, whatever it is. Just cranking up the radio. <laughs> <laughs> I choose the tide. There's the, the door, time. bitch. Get out. <laughs> Leave you I already have Denny's. a much better feeling about this one than the last time I was. I'm having. <laughs> it is very funny that when you said that, you cut out twice. <laughs> <laughs> We're doing what we can with what we got here. <laughs> I feel much. Is that? <laughs> We're gonna get into the show. Is though. our audio way off? Uh, it's I we're okay. Don't worry about it. That's my that's my job. Brendan, know, I do that. Brendan will fix it later. Uh, so we're gonna get to the proper rundown. Mike We've got a, a bunch of stuff to talk to you about. We're gonna start in your wheelhouse, though. All right. Boys in the Diamondbacks game from like eight years ago. Oh, I forgot about that song. Do you remember the Diamondbacks song, Mike? We back the D backs. Beautiful song. Going, going, oh, going, I, going. I, going I,
you guys, like, you guys had me. Oh, and we claimed to be sponsored when by them? When you aired that, <laughs> when you aired that, I said, I just remember listening to it and listening to that stupid song, and I was like, get the fuck out of here. They <laughs> have, like, how did they pull this off? I was like, how did these idiots get the Diamondbacks? I was like, this is incredible. And then, like, one of you revealed to me right away that no, they didn't. No, there's no, we're not, do not have a promo code for Diamondback season tickets. All right, so, uh, Lizak, we're gonna, we're gonna read a couple tweets to you, and uh, we just want your natural reaction. Mike, do you want to read the bottom one or the top one? Uh, I will. You read the top one. Uh, all right, I'll read from, from Aubrey Huff. But I'm first, correct? Yes, yes. he's quote tweeting this because he's a, uh, he's a, he's a little, little. This is from Dan.MC at Shanty Tire, uh, and he's tagged uh, three people in there. Well, you're going to figure out one of them. He said, when you're One little... person in there is named at Rational Male, <laughs> who, by the way, I bet there, uh, op- open that up in a separate tab. I'm sure that is a gold mine. And, uh, for after we've read the tweets. Um, it says, when you get a little older, you'll realize looks fade very fast, so you better look for other qualities like independent, driven, and sensitive in a woman – because at forty, gravity wins. So that's that. That is his. Uh, <laughs> I love. He's trying to be nice about it, but also saying that as soon as women hit forty, it's over looks wise. Um, Which and Kate Beckinsale, uh, I have to disagree. And uh, I just support all the ladies. As let's, well. All right. Well, listen. You can't use what? Kate Beckinsale as the example know. of. She's forty. What you know. A lot of people are forty and don't look like. I, I'd say that Kate Beckinsale is the rule. Is not that it's not the rule. I don't know. It's, it looked like you were about to say the rule. I wasn't going to say the rule. This 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 interaction right now, this little is reminding me of. Uh, I just can't help but think of uh, the Curb episode when Larry is yelling at his doctor about the magazines that he has. Oh, all the hustlers. It, no, no, oh, no. That's Seinfeld. Uh, yeah, I don't know if they pull that bit in Curb too, but he's he's giving crap to his doctor about uh, like the magazines that he has. Like, why doesn't he have a good golf magazine or something like that? He's like all this like People and Us magazines that he has, and he's like, oh, Tom Cruise is forty, <laughs> Emilio Estevez is forty. Oh boy, they're forty. Like <laughs> that's like exactly what all those magazines are. Lordy, lordy, look who's 40. <laughs> look at this. Oh, man. Adam Sandler eating a pie. Whoa. The, uh, yeah, I would say, well, Brendan holds women to just a uh, unfair standard all the time. This is, everyone knows this about him. Uh, that's the one, the consistent criticism well, that we nodding. hear. Don't is nod that, when he's saying this <laughs> shit about me, Liza. Don't that, fucking nod. Brendan is an abuser, plain and simple. I don't... Stop nodding. I'm done nodding. Yeah, now you are. He goes, he just screams at them in the street. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. (laughs) Everybody knows that slander. Everybody who knows me knows that's not true. Read the tweet. We... (laughs) The response to Dan MC. Aubrey Huff saying, Wrong. If a man is successful and keeps himself in great shape and he is actually more appealing to younger women, men's sexual market value is actually peaking at 40 to 55. Women's SMV is 21 to 27. High value older men can continue to upgrade to younger women. 
never needing to settle. Uh, Aubrey Huff is divorced. Wow. Aubrey Huff is powerfully divorced. Powerfully. Aubrey Huff. Yeah. If you sex symbol, the sex symbol of the of the of the of the two thousands. He wore those that uh, what was it? A thong? The power thong for the Giants World Series run that one year? I don't care about the Giants or Aubrey Huff. A guy, a man wearing a thong is a classic example of, like, a dumb guy's idea of, like, the funniest thing possible. They, I, just, I remember reading the, uh, you read the stories about, uh, like, the 90s Braves, and, uh, like, Greg Maddox is known as, like, oh, man, he is the biggest prankster, and the pranks were, like, he used to just pee on us in the shower, and I was like, <laughs> that's... <laughs> That's not a prank. <laughs> like, <laughs> I was asleep and he came right in my eye. That's just fucking disgusting. <laughs> like, uh, <laughs> borderline assault. Greg uh, is writing slurs and oh. his own shit on our hotel walls. And <laughs> um, I found another. I got, I got Greg carved guys. a swastika into my back. He's I, so funny. I have to show you guys his picture. Uh, so, uh, Tim, who we I already mentioned. Uh, he, he makes signs for a like golf company, uh, people that run like golf outings and they do all the tournament signs. The three Braves pitchers were there in the nineties, uh, Greg Maddox, John Smoltz, Tom Glavin and, uh, TG, uh, not Tom Glavin, our friend TG, um, was basically like just chauffeuring Greg Maddox for like an entire day. And their interaction started with, uh, you know, Greg asking Tim, like, hey, how are you, man? And Tim was like, uh, ah, not bad. How are you? And Greg Maddox just said, ah, bad, really hung over, really hung over. And uh, Tim, he said that he was awesome. And uh, he said, like, the second day he was doing it again. And he said, you know, Mr. Maddox, this is, one of my friends back home is the biggest Braves fan in the world. He said, would you mind taking a picture with me and giving him the finger? And uh, Greg Maddox just said, oh, no problem. <laughs> oh, that's a perfect picture for you. <laughs> and, and his smile in the picture is like, just like, I could see him saying F you to me. Like, I could feel it. Greg Maddox, so, he seems I I said like anytime they would ever cut to him on the the bench like while the while uh the Braves were batting he always just looked like he didn't know how he got there he's always oh, just making yeah. a face like like he was like he was just dragged out of bed and just put on the bench yeah uh he's really smart i think <laughs> I, I, if I, if I remember correctly probably or something i don't know um Oh, yeah. Greg Maddox. Uh, I found another yeah. Aubrey Huff tweet. Um, and there's just dozens and dozens. By the way, wait, I really well, enjoyed this well, one. I mentioned golf, and I've put on a special hat. You're yeah. aware we're doing podcasts, though. Yeah, but I want to describe the hat. Um, you'll, you'll see that this is I, – I got myself a, 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 a this uh, Puma uh, a Mercedes branded hat that has an American flag on it for, for some reason, but it's Velcro, and you could actually put anything oh on it. Oh, my like. God. But, <laughs> but more importantly – Mike? Um, is that – Mike, where did you get this hat? Well, Mike, I'm glad you asked. 
my dad's co-worker's daughter. Oh, God damn it. I knew it was going to be impossible to find. Works for Mercedes and lives down in Atlanta. And she's some sort of important, like, uh, 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 like a sort of a host there. Like, uh, I think she's a, a sort of brand ambassador. And, like, when they have uh, important uh, – when VIPs come through, it's sort of her job to, like, you know – uh, uh, show them around. I think she, uh, you know, I, I guess she's a sort of like concierge of sorts. Um, so she got this, this hat was handed to her by Ricky Fowler. So, and I think it'd be very funny to wear it around as a conversation. Now, see, it's uh, Ricky, I've, I've watched almost no golf. And it's not like Ricky Fowler gave it to me. Ricky Fowler gave it to a other person who then gave it away. And it, this hat has been given away three times. But it's, it's it's found its way to me, and I think it is extremely funny to walk around and say, "I got this hat from Ricky Fowler." I mean, sort of, and then and then sort of and then explain how it happened in the most excruciating detail possible, where you tell a story that sounds cool at first, and then you completely under you, you like cut the legs out from under. Yeah, it. We've, yeah well, we've actually uh, never. I got it from Ricky Fowler. I didn't meet him. Somebody well, else did actually. He, uh, somebody my dad knows. It's uh, his coworker. Uh, it's his daughter. She's um, at Merce- I'm not. I know she works for Mercedes, but I can't. I'm not sure 100 percent what she does. It's definitely in Atlanta. Ricky Fowler. I don't know why he was there. This might have been something cool. Um, it is Velcro. It's got a different sort of Velcro that I haven't seen. It's uh, it says vol- uh, uh, vol- uh, volition on the back. It's um. Anyway, it's cool, but I got it from Ricky Fowler. Um, I noticed you're not even wearing a hat. Something like that. I would do something like that. <laughs> I'm gonna clip that laugh and just place it all over the episode now. <laughs> all over. Mike's gonna laugh at every fucking joke tonight. How we doing on time? I'm just gonna keep saying that no matter what. <laughs> Bear with me for one second. I'm moving into my room because I, I get very good Wi-Fi there, and I can feel you guys cutting out here and there. So take a quick 30-second intermission. 30 seconds? How big is this guy's house? He could walk all the way to damn uh, – what's another place? Around the block. Around the block and back. Oh, I notice he's not making a direct beeline for his room. He's kind of casually wandering around his house. I've seen that set of lights twice now. He's looping back. I think he's trying to make us think his house is bigger than it actually is. Now he's prominently displaying a ceiling fan, like a flex. Oh, a second yeah. ceiling fan, too. You ever, <laughs> you ever seen one of those, Harmony? A second yeah, my ce- air fucking circulates. A second ceiling fan is at the World Trade Center. <laughs> oh, oh, oh my god that's a default joke anytime mentions a yeah. second anything you gotta no it was good though i've that's never heard that joke. before that was incredible <laughs> that's i can't take credit for that that's uh that was the terrorist that's the te- yeah that, <laughs> listen i wouldn't take oh. credit for that that's al-qaeda dude um, those 19 guys Listen, and say what you will about him. That's not easy. There's also a second tweet by Aubrey Huff that he tweeted on uh, November 24th. Uh, and it says, divorce rates amongst athletes who continue to rise. I'm sorry. Let me try that again. Divorce rates among athletes will continue to rise until the justice system is rightfully fixed. 
No way women who have never thrown a touchdown pass, hit a game-winning three, or hit a 2-0 slider deserve half a man's hard-earned money just for having babies. Angry face. <laughs> it sounds like you're going through something very personal and doing it online. And I don't recommend that. Uh, here, Listen, my advice to Aubrey Huff would be um, never – he's a – a deeply stupid person and it's his fault for getting married he should have known that no one could tolerate him and that without any sort of agreement in place uh he would absolutely end up divorced that didn't sound like advice i guess well i would say <laughs> never get married again that's number that's number, number one. one number two if if you could build a time machine, if we could change just one thing in history, uh, we would tell Aubrey Huff to not get married. And then maybe he wouldn't be like this. Ugh, he's the worst. He took his kids to uh, the shooting range to, uh, to, to prepare for a Bernie Sanders presidency. Oh, yeah. That's, that's where you need to go. For, that, that's, yeah. It's also the sort of thing that uh, I, I really can't believe saying something like that doesn't get you banned from Twitter. What did that politician fucking say about Beto after he said we're going to come take your ARs? And he, he's he like, basically he, he pretty much outright threatened to kill him. <laughs> and like, like the, the the defense, I knew I knew what the defense was going to be right away when I saw it because you know you can easily excuse it for that. But you, we all knew that that's not what it meant. Yeah, was he's that, just like well, if he comes to my house and he tries to take it away, and just like no, you just you. He was just saying like, here it is, like here, come come get it, like come get my AR. <laughs> I was like, no, he was gonna shoot this man. <laughs> he was gonna yeah. shoot Beto O'Rourke. He wants you dead, Beto. Yeah. Why don't you come over here and see what happens? <laughs> I hated Beto O'Rourke for the record. I'm sure both of you did too, but he fucking suck. I only hated him because he decided to run for president on what little momentum he had losing in Texas and he should have just yeah. not and he's still probably going to run for the Senate seat again. Maybe. He, he well, dropped right out. Uh, or is it too late? Well, he ran for it two years ago and it's a six-year term so Cruz is in for at least Yeah, but another he's going to run against Cornyn. No, he, Cornyn's up for election now. Is it Cornyn or Cornyn? I think it's Cornyn. Well, in any case. But he can't run against him now? It's too late? He missed the filing deadline? Nah. I figured that would have been the only reason he dropped out at when he did because, like, he could have easily had some weird-ass surge. They just surge in, like, waves. Like, um, he could have easily had some weird surge, like, fucking Mayo Pete. But uh, he dropped out for it, and I assumed it was because he knew he wasn't going to win. I'm not sure. I'm, I'm, I, I think uh, uh, eating shit the way that he has uh, probably undercut a lot of his momentum. I don't know. I'll tell you. I'll tell you this, though. Um, you should be able to make threats on Twitter. You should be able to pay. If you like pay $15 a month or whatever, um, which is more than like any legitimately dangerous person would probably be willing to pay. Um, because, uh, there, uh, I, I think that puts you in a sort of safe zone where you're allowed to just say literally anything to anyone. Yeah, man, I agree. I think the... <laughs> 9 dollars 99 
nine ninety nine a month. I'll pay. I'll pay whatever Disney Plus costs. I will pay the exact same that I accidentally paid for Disney Plus because I forgot to cancel my free trial because all I did was want to watch The Simpsons. I'll pay for whatever Disney Plus costs to, in order to to make threats on Twitter. Um, I, <laughs> I was reading through. Um, sometimes I'll. Uh, when I ever, whenever I'm trying to find uh, uh, like a certain tweet of mine, um, where I'm just like, I know I got in an argument about something like this sometime, and uh, and just search certain keywords, and then I I found an insult that I made at somebody a couple months ago. It was when she was defending the um, the Covington uh, uh, high school kids, and said okay. I, I I don't remember what what the context was, but she was defending them, and I just. I said, I hope this ruins this kid's life and somehow yours as well. And and she responded to me, yeah, nice threat. Oh. And I'm just going like, what the, like, how could the, uh, although then I went to, uh, I, I go to this well a little too often, which I accuse people of having their kids taken away by the state. Nick Sandman. The. Oh, yeah, that was his name. Nick, yes. Uh, <laughs> Sandman. I just, oh god, that whole thing was stupid. Um, yeah, it's uh, teens are uh, by default rude. Um, but God, it, it was just I. It was just because he had such a punchable face. He did. I, I yeah, think he, the, if he weren't, the kid as, didn't uh, do anything. If he, he weren't, if he weren't as ugly, I don't think there would have been as much of a, an uproar. <laughs> Yes, that's, you know, like the whole, the war between, like, or, you know, the debate uh, between, like, you know, him and uh, Greta uh, Thunberg, um, or I don't know if I'm saying it right, but, like, everybody's like, oh, yeah, well, we could attack her, you guys attack Nick Sandman. I was like, the, he was just standing there with a stupid look on his face, though. Like, he didn't he didn't do any. Also, Greta Thunberg. Uh, is... He was his his special needs and has and her faces like that because uh, because of a developmental disability. Is she really? I didn't even yeah. know that. <laughs> oh, yeah. That's that's part of it. Where people are just like, uh, yeah. Why does her face look like that? It's like, well, yeah. I mean, she's like slightly autistic. Like maybe <laughs> just don't. I I mean, like whether or not you agree with her, like that, it's not even like a, about that or. You know, whatever she's fighting for. She's just, you know, 60-year-old girl with passion. I was like, I mean, you guys know where I stand on things, you know, for the most part anyway. But, like, she has, she has, she's, like, passionate about something. I was like, this Sandman kid was just like, hey, you know, we all hate blacks, right? Yeah, let's (laughs) let's stand on the stairs. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> she, she went to the United Nations as a 16-year-old and yelled at a bunch of world leaders for something she felt passionate about. This kid just stared like an oaf at someone playing a drum. Yeah, I, I also I, – I do get a, a lot of uh, – a, a some of the animosity to her uh, towards her is, is a little deserved in a way um, only because people are just like – how come every time, like, uh, all indigenous people who are, like, already dying because of climate change have been saying this stuff for years and just, like, now some uh, rich guy's 
uh, rich white guy's daughter <laughs> is like, uh, I mean, granted, uh, she's she's clearly putting the work in. She's putting a lot more effort in than uh, than I have uh, for basically anything. But I, I get why a lot of people are just like, oh, now it's important because there's a because there's a child. There's we have a famous child saying it. It didn't yeah. matter before when all the like people who <laughs> when. Uh, when uh, a bunch of people who lived in whatever mountainous region of, uh, you know, uh, Afghanistan or whatever, just watched like all the animals around them just drop dead, <laughs> like and it, and like no, but yeah. they're but they're not people though, are we? Like we send where that that's uh, that's um, that's the Taliban. If they're if their animals die, what what sh- what do you want me to do about it? Well, it's just like very like the way we uh, the settlers in America used to just kill all the bison so that the Native Americans just couldn't use them and they would just fucking die in the winter. It's very, very... It's just like, yeah, it doesn't affect us. We can kill all these things. It doesn't matter if they die. America rocks. That's number one. That's... Yeah. We, we've done... You guys want to do another baseball tweet? Oh, Please. Boy, suck the oxygen out of the room with that one, huh? Baseball, Please, huh? no. I'm all about baseball all the time. You In guys December, Brendan. This is our Mike is Mike. Oh, wait, I posted this one. Is, is our official baseball correspondent. We have a wrestling correspondent as well. Uh, we have a couple DJ friends, but Mike is definitely our baseball correspondent. Um, how do you feel about this tweet from uh, Bradford William Davis? It says at MLB hosted diversity and inclusion panel. Gene Aftermath. I'm sorry, Gene Afterman. Gene Aftermath. Yankees assistant GM. <laughs> this is the millennium of Aftermath. Ain't gonna be nothing after that. So give me one more platinum plaque and fuck rap. You can have it back. Brendan, hold on. Before you, just because Gene Aftermath is a really funny name, if, <laughs> if that was a real name. Were you, for, please tell me yes, there's no way you're gonna remember this, but uh, a, a former friend who will not be named Got we it. were playing poker Former at his house friend. one time, um, and we played all night, and I think it was a bad snowstorm, and we stayed over, and me and Greg Shaw were the only, I think, ones like awake or watching this at the time, but there was this horrible, like cheesy used car like infomercial thing going on, or, you know, just like public channel going on, and... This guy came on and like on the on the bar across on the bottom of the screen, his name popped up. And I like it, it, this is not going to be funny because I can't even, you know, oh, good. do it justice. But it was like Tom bargain hunt, like Tom bargain guy or like it, it was, <laughs> the name. The name was not real. Like Tom a thousand bargain. percent was not real. <laughs> like Tom. <laughs> the the running joke that me and Greg said is that it was uh, Tim Tim Car Smart. <laughs> uh, well, this was know. certainly not Gene Aftermath, as we all know. The Yankees' assistant general manager is Gene Afterman, as we all know. Right, Gene Aftermath, as we all know. Uh, he describes entry level baseball jobs as not for the faint of heart. Why? They pay you nothing. You start out 14 or 15 hours a day. There is no job security. Great pitch for diverse candidates. 
uh, Afterman, I think, assuming I was a job seeker, suggested that I, if I considered – suggested that if I consider – oh, this is just a badly worded tweet. That's not on me. Uh, Afterman, I think, assuming I was job seeker, suggested that if I consider jobs in cheaper cities like St. Louis rather than New York or, or Boston. Your favorite sport. How do you feel about this massive barrier of entry either into the entry levels of, I don't know, management or just like how terribly underpaid your minor leaguers are? It's uh, it, a loaded it kept, question. Yeah, you're, you're, you're explain everything. I I I'm t- I I think I got all of it. If I missed anything, you can tell me. But well, uh, Brendan Brendan's asking a very loaded question. He's like, "What do you think about this, Mike? Your favorite sport, and they're treating people like this. Is this okay?" I didn't have that much venom. Uh, that was, I can read the through venom. the. I can read through the bullshit. Mike Anyways. wears a fucking Mercedes Benz hat. That's right. Fuck, and he just thinks he rules. The Actually, room. I just read the tag on this, and it's the Volition Tactical Patch Cap. Yeah, so you can fucking Velcro a flashlight to your head. You wish you could Velcro um, a flashlight to your head. It's uh, it's probably the main thing that's kept me from ever pursuing a career in in like baseball networking uh, because like unless you are a wildly talented at baseball or B, already rich, you're not going to make any money in baseball, no matter what. Like, unless you already have a name attached to you, like for broadcasting, uh, or you were, you know, a talented player. Yeah, like there's – extremely. You, you can't go be like a, uh, an analyst or something. Like it's always ex-players now that are analysts, with the exception of now I guess they have like uh, – you, you got your advanced metrics guys – but that's like you come through uh, uh, like some of the the writers and all that. But even then, like uh, you know, writers never become like booth guys. You'll never have like a color commentator that it was is just a, a journalist or like sabermetrician. Uh, Mike, then, didn't you, weren't you a aren't you a high school coach? On and off, I was. You were. Uh, I was for one year. Uh, twenty. Let's see, twenty seventeen. We're in 2019. Yeah, 2017. I was the JV freshman coach for the Pemberton Hornets. Go Hornets. Go, yep, go Hornets. We, uh, I just, that was a fun time. We were really bad. Uh, but I just remember my, maybe my, easily my favorite story was our very first scrimmage uh we're facing cherry one of the cherry hills cherry hill east or west i can't remember which one and they come in there with (laughs) they they come in with like 40 kids on their jv team and they just they they look like you know they look like a varsity team they're they're sharp and everything i was like oh boy this couldn't be a worse start to my career yeah it's a big high school they got we got pounded um, these kids were, they honestly looked like they were, you know, they should be the varsity team themselves. So, uh, but this, oh, this nasally voiced, um, uh, who's the quarterback for Clemson? The, I think it's Clemson. Lawrence? Trevor Lawrence? Trevor Lawrence. Yeah. Yeah. With the long hair. Yeah. Just picture him, but uglier. Very like ugly Done. and 
like uh, hair, like turn the hair into like that frizzy, like Randy Johnson look. Like that was his hair. And he he's clearly younger than me. I think he even mentioned they were like seniors in college and like doing this. And he's like, yeah, well, uh, yeah. He's like, he was talking, and then he like breaks, and he goes, "Well, I I don't know if you've heard about us." And right away, I'm like, "I'm 30, you know, I'm what 29 years old at the time. No, I have not followed up on Cherry Hill East baseball, Varsity like JV ever." Uh, Oral Hershiser went to Cherry Hill East. So did my dad. Was graduated wow. from Oral Hershiser. Oh wow. Um. Also, a lineman for the 49ers went there when my dad was there. I don't think he graduated with him, but he said he remembers him pulling a a sapling out of the ground. <laughs> Casey Fossum, Oral, who used to pitch for the Red Sox, was also from Cherry Hill. Oral uh, Oral Harshaser, the uh, little little fun fact: he is the guy that started uh, the Larry nickname for Chipper Jones. Uh, they were doing an interview right before a big series in like ninety. I don't know, you know, the mid nineties, late nineties. It was all such a blur. Um, yeah, and the Atlanta was coming to New York, and um, he, uh, Mike Piazza was the guy that knew about Larry not being, you know, like didn't enjoy being called by his first name. And uh, Mike Piazza used to, you know, just respectfully say, like, I can't, you know, call a grown man chipper, so... They would always say hi to each other when when they were in the box. Like they they were cool with each other. Um, and then <laughs> Oral Hershiser was giving an interview. He's like, "Yeah, we really need the crowd." And and uh, you know they're going to be a tough team. He's like, "Hey, uh, I heard Chipper doesn't like being called Larry." And that just <laughs> like <laughs> that just took off. Like that's all he had. I'm to just going to put that. Look, I'm not going to tell anybody what to do with that information. I'm just going to put it out there. You know, it's just reminds. It's like. You know, I heard, you know, I heard he likes to do this. Like, like it. <laughs> I, yeah, it's also a very baseball thing to just be like, I'm not calling a grown man chipper. Yeah. Well, oh, it, it, um, which it's, it's funny now. Cause like, uh, I, the, the point that I make all the time, which is that, uh, any sort of personality or individualism will be ground out of you because, uh, uh, because anything that makes you different makes you a topic of conversation, which as such makes you a quote distraction. Um, mm. But like it's, but you watch like uh, any of like just watching uh, all football coverage for the past two days. Um, the Steelers quarterback, because um, his nickname is Duck. Everyone's falling all over themselves trying to just scream it over top of each other. You just have four just uh, absolute dipshits. In stupid suits, uh, on on the set of all the NFL countdown shows, just a Duck Hodges. You believe, duh, whew. Yeah, yeah. You believe, Duck. What, his name? What did you hate more? His uh, name is Duck what, Duck Hodges. Brendan. What do you hate more, Mike? <laughs> I just, I don't know if it's because my auto is behind, but hearing Mike just like repeatedly cut me off is making me laugh. <laughs> it's great. <laughs> Uh, Mike, what's worse, that, the Duck Hodges, or uh, after Ryan Shazier, or Shazier? The guy, yeah, the, the paralyzed the, guy, right? The, the, yeah. the paralyzed guy. The, the Shaylees, 
tagline, which was Jay Lee. Like, that was that. Uh, well, uh, I wouldn't. I wouldn't compare the two necessarily. Although sh- that was, I, I really think they could have done better with that hashtag. And Shaylee, it doesn't, it doesn't really like sound that, like anything. The respect for Jeter, but instead of the S, it's a two. That yeah, mm-hmm. but but uh, I I like uh, I mean I I think uh, uh, Duck Hodges is a is a great name for uh, any uh, athlete. I think that uh, I also agree that it is a fun name. Um, but, uh, I, uh, his, his real name is, is, is Devlin. Yes. Not, not Devin, but Devlin. Yeah. Yeah. And you know what? Whatever. But, uh, but I, I do like that sort of thing, but the problem is as with anything good or interesting, it, uh, gets, uh, just ground to dust. Speaking of uh, grinding things to dust, uh, it's because football is only one day a week and I have to, and. God damn it. Oh, you had to narrow it down to football because my question was going to be about football. Uh, it's just the NFL being – from from a coverage standpoint, it can never be good because it is the most popular sport and it's the sport that we have the least of. There's only 17 weeks in the regular season. I hate football. It only, I mean, there's games. There's there's two games. There's the Thursday Monday game, but otherwise everything is Sunday. So basically, everything that's going to be talked about happens one day of the week, and then it has to be continued. They have to continue talking about it for the next six. Every other sport, it's constantly changing. There's always something happening. Football, there's just constantly nothing happening, with the exception. I- and then that's how you end up with conversation. It just is. Uh, uh, is Tom Brady still elite? Just yeah, one hundred hours a week. Uh, a week between TV yeah. and radio of is, is a lot finally, of the dumbest people you've ever heard. Is he finally tailing off? Does Brady still have it? Patriots are eleven and two. You know what I mean? <laughs> he, but is, can can they still do it? You know, he did it last year. Like. <laughs> yeah. He yeah, can't throw the he can't throw the ball sixty yards anymore. It yeah. doesn't matter. Whatever's we're, in that scheme is, is fucking working. We're t- yeah, what ten months removed from Brady winning a Super Bowl. I'm sure he's not as good as he was five years ago, but he's certainly not. He's still one of the best. He's still pretty good. Well, like it's been proven that a game manager can win a Super Bowl. And I don't know if I if there's a game manager better than Tom Brady. There's certainly not. He can I have a, I have a little point. I have a little little fun thing that I want to do. You guys you keep going if you have a thought. I just wanted to. Whatever. Okay. I'm like out the, of thoughts. Whenever um, the the argument of like, oh, is this player worth this contract or is he great comes up, I always like to just play like a little you know, question game with whoever's arguing it. And I just say like, okay, like Tom Brady's not the best. Like you, you tell me your best. You know what I mean? Like you, you tell me the guy that's better. And you know, they say whoever they want. Sure. You know, Dan Marino, whatever you want. Uh, Any quarterback, you know? Okay. All right, cool. You get him for our pickup football game. I get Tom Brady. Like that's what I, you know what I mean? If you're doing like the, I don't know if that makes sense. 
Yeah. Like, uh, you know, when people are talking about Harper, like last year when he signed, it's like, oh, is it not worth it? You know, we, I would have paid this person. I would have paid. I was like, all right, yeah, Trout's better, but like, yeah, whatever. Like, give me a name a player that you think is elite and say, like, okay, cool. Like, Bryce Harper's up right now with the bases loaded and the game on the line. Yeah, are you thrilled I'm to like, be pitching to him? Like, yeah, I'm like, oh, fuck. <laughs> like, yeah. <laughs> that, yeah, I, I think that's. Uh, yeah, that's entirely fair. It's it's easy to look at it from a, a distance and say like, well, you know, Harper, like he never even made the NLCS, and then it's just like, yeah, well, uh, the team game and uh, good luck uh, pitching to Bryce Harper in a, in a clutch situation. I think you would feel better having him than being up against him. Yeah, that's 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 like the argument that I'm trying to make. It's like. I'd rather him not be up. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like I, <laughs> I can name plenty of players that I'd rather have up. So I thought that I would take a minute and uh, I'd play a little game with you two. Uh, and this is based on the fact that I've been friends with you both for a very long time. And I think my co-host, Mike, over here, I think he's a little bit drunk. Uh, no, I've had uh, no, I've had two and a half beers. They're and big beers, though. Not the, They're not all these. This is the, okay, so Mike's the not one... drunk. Mike this is, is the... not drunk. Oh. But I also am fully aware of guest Mike's. Uh, love for 90s films. Well, Can I finish? No, you can't finish. You can talk about how you're not drunk. You can't finish. I, finish. One time, Go ahead and finish. One... It better be great. You didn't even say anything. Mike, hey, wait. One time, just talking about being drunk. One time, uh, it was my birthday. After after a softball game, me, uh, Taylor, I'm just going to say full names because I can't. I'm not it, it, out. it doesn't matter. You can just say Taylor, me, Taylor, and Tim. Uh, just do first names. I think that's okay. Okay. Well, then me, Taylor, and Tim were uh, sitting around, and you know, Tim was ready to go out to the hob for my birthday, and Taylor was kind of hemming and hawing about it, and saying, "Oh, you know, I really didn't want to get drunk." We now we're drinking in the parking lot as this is happening. We're probably you know four. Four to five beers in, and we were passing out a bottle of liquor that somebody had brought, and you know, occasionally taking a sip of it or whatever. So we're already feeling good, and uh, you know, Taylor says, "I really didn't want to get you know messed up tonight," and we're like trying to you know assure him, 
I was like, dude, me neither. I was like, I swear to God, like I, you know, I, I don't want to feel like crap tomorrow. And Tim goes, yeah, dude, I'm not going to get drunk either, dude. Like, I swear to God. He was like, I'm going to have like four beers and LIT and a shot of fireball. And I just, <laughs> <laughs> I just, I just <laughs> he said that. I was like, that sounds like it's going to get you pretty drunk after what we had already. Four beers, LIT and fireball. I'm going to drive home and that's it. I just, you know, I mean, the way he said it, and like, I just knew exactly what he meant because, yeah, you're not the worst you've ever been after that, but you're definitely drunk. Like, yeah, after, yeah, you, after you do all that. No, well, I was, what I was, was going to say sober. is I had two and a half beers. Um, but when I, I've, I'm, I've been drinking, I've been on these, uh, uh I'm, I'm back, it's cold weather, so I'm back on, uh, IPA and, uh, exhausting. I'm more tired than drunk because I mm. feel like just it's like drinking a damn blanket. Mike, mm. I, I feel that. Protest too much. It's just uh, the hops, they're, they're drying me out. All right, so let's get to this game here. So, uh, so, much, on... so much liquid, so much heavy, bitter liquid. <laughs> Got to get back on whiskey. On... I'm wasting my time. Uh, and bear with me because this is not a basketball question. But on Instagram, Josh Richardson posted a bevy of photos, and one of them is uh, Sixers. Mike Scott is sitting next to him, and he's thinking very deep. And Lizak, you're just going to have to trust me. Uh, Johnson, you can take a look. He, he's clearly thinking about something. He's clearly clearly musing. Yeah. All right. Uh, a a random person posted on Instagram. Uh, Yo, Mike Scott, what you thinking about here? And Mike Scott Mike Scott responds. Uh, Bruce Willis was tripping in Armageddon. I would have left Ben Affleck right, right on that meteorite. Fuck that. Meteor. Well, asteroid. Shit. One of them. That big-ass rock that was about to hit, fuck everybody up on Earth. This is what Mike Scott responded. So I thought, as a fun little bit, Mike Johnson, I would like you to explain to Mike Lysak the plot of Armageddon, and I want him to tell you how, how you did. All right. I've seen Armageddon. I'm, I'm I'm a little weak on this movie, but I, I I get I think I can. Let's go. All right, so Armageddon. Uh, the U.S. government realizes that there's an asteroid hurtling towards Earth. Uh, they need someone to take care of it, and they figure who and the scientists decide the best way to do it would be to drill into the middle of it plant uh, an explosive and have it basically split out wide and go and, and miss the earth to either side. Cause you can't make it move, but you can break it in half. Who better to do this than some roughnecks. They get some people, uh, uh, work on the oil rig They get Bruce Willis. And he's like, well, I need my guy. Now how they find like the one big oil man out there like how they get in touch with specifically, specifically bruce willis i i don't know how that comes to pass i'm sure the government being the government they would end up consulting jerry jones on this and he would just suggest a bunch of other men with all the fattest necks you've ever seen and they would all end up getting 10 billion dollars and then we would die immediately uh so are you disappointed that i remember armageddon um is this a waste of time now? Lizak, how did, how did he do? I'm not done. Oh. Well, you asked me how yeah, he did. Yeah, this is... It sounded like an ending to ben me. Ben Affleck, he's this hotshot young oil drilling man, 
And Bruce Willis begrudgingly agrees to bring him, even though he's trying to protect his daughter. Bruce Willis is one of those guys that uh, wears auto-generated Facebook t-shirts about how uh, he will murder anyone who looks at his daughter. But yeah. Uh, then they do Armageddon. What uh, they they do? What movies like this do pretty well, which is the whole getting the band back together sort of thing. And all the training montages are actually very fun in Armageddon, where they're all just like um, uh, realizing that all these guys are testing positive for like ketamine and all that. That's fun. They go out to the asteroid. Is it easy? No, it's uh, very difficult. Um, and then. Uh, we, they lose some great men out there as they, uh, as anyone might and through no fault of their own, obviously it's just a difficult situation. It's as dangerous as any, uh, human endeavor that we could ever imagine. It's, uh, like, uh, it's like D-Day up there, but on, on a big space rock. Bruce Willis realizes that they're in a situation where someone is going to have to stay behind and arm this bomb <laughs> manually they're not going to be able to do it remotely someone is going to have to sacrifice themselves somebody has to die. yes ben affleck he'd do it but bruce willis says no and then he shoves ben affleck back into the space elevator and closes the door and he says take care of my little girl and ben affleck is losing it crying he is and he's screaming he's pounding on the glass and he's screaming harry Oh, you really remember this movie, Jesus! And uh, and then Bruce Willis blows up the rock, and uh, um, and then everyone lives, everything's fine. And because some all gave some, but some gave all, and and Bruce Willis um, is basically the the. This is a metaphor for um, uh, the war in Iraq. Perfect. I really didn't expect you to have seen Armageddon inside the last 20 years. Uh, Lizak, how did he do? How do you feel he did? Uh, from what I remember about the movie, he did excellent. <laughs> My only gripe, uh, I think, was that he described Deep Impact instead of Armageddon. No, that was Armageddon. No, it was. For sure. It's fucked up I said that. It's fucked uh, up. Brendan wants to do can, anything can he can to make me look stupid. Because he's so jealous of how many times I've seen Armageddon. Can you guys, we just have to acknowledge for a second, um, Trump basically suggested this with hurricanes. Yes. You guys yeah. remember that? Yeah. Can we nuke it? I just, when he said it, I just remember saying to myself before like any, you know, memes or anything were posted of it, I was just like, isn't this the plot to Armageddon? I was like, <laughs> they, you know, they blow it up. They blow it up the, the you know. He, uh, yeah, he probably, Earth. he was probably invited to the premiere and he probably remembered uh, just that much about it. Could have put this in my back pocket. Because he was <laughs> probably there. Um, that would have been what? Uh, 1998. So I guess uh, Don Jr. would have been about uh, – he he would have been too old at that point for him to uh, – as a story I heard recently that he slapped him in the face uh, for not wearing a suit to a Yankee game when he was a kid. <laughs> it must be awesome. To so um, – but yeah, I think Trump, he'd probably uh, come straight from uh, 
Jeffrey Epstein's New Mexico sex ranch to L.A. to uh, to uh, to see the Armageddon premiere, and um, I <laughs> absorbed none of it. He was trying thinking about how to make deals with, with the asteroid. He would have negotiated. Yep. He would have negotiated a deal. Um, and are we and getting space promptly, He left there and yeah, promptly forgot everything. Um, and then somehow. Uh, 21 years later, uh, he remembered, oh, wait, you can, we, you can blow up things that are bad. Just sat up bolt right can, in bed. I, <gasps> I saw a film about this. Wait, that, that tweet that I read, uh, a while, like, like a couple years ago or so, that tweet that I read was fucking awesome. Uh, it was like, just, uh, some random guy, he said, Whoever would have thought there'd be a president that banged porn stars and uh, suggested a space army, and I didn't like him. <laughs> <laughs> um, do you guys want to hear this uh, this comment about Lamar Jackson that got to the San Francisco 49ers radio announcer? A oh, I you know what? I know it, and guy, okay, we're gonna probably gonna have different opinions on this, I'm sure, but okay. Uh, maybe. I don't know. Just, maybe not. Um, don't talk during it because I'm probably going to have to drop in real audio. I just want to make sure you can hear it. When he's his dark skin color with a dark football with a dark uniform, you could not see that thing. I mean, you literally could not see when he was in and out of the mesh point. And, it, 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 and that's going to mean – and you're a half step slow on, on. – Okay. I, right. You know, the, the best defense – of of this that not defense of of it specifically but um i was watching first take the other day and max kellerman said he's just like listen it's just like obviously like this comes from a, something of a place of of ignorance because there have been black quarterbacks before <laughs> like the um but uh he just said you're under constant pressure to come up with an original take all the time and like you have hours and hours where you just have to be talking just constantly and you have to come up with an original angle. And this may not have sounded as ridiculous in his head. <laughs> he's like, I don't think he's racist necessarily. I think this is just this was pr this is an idea that was not vetted <laughs> where he probably just went like, I mean, his skin, I agree with like that. his skin is a little dark. It's closer to the football color. Like maybe. Uh, OK, perhaps black <laughs> uniform, black skin. Um, you know, okay, so this is, this is fun because th that's the first time I heard it. I read it. I, I read the, the quote. It took me a while and I read to find it, so. I, I read the quote, and I was like, oh, man, come on. Like, I, I'm, I'm very against, like, the cancel culture. Not very against, but I, I think it gets way overblown a lot. Um. I I we probably differ on opinions yeah, I on love that. Cancel culture. I, uh, I, won't, there's I won't. There's a lot to say. Well, well, there there's 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 a lot of people who are just. Well, I don't know. The, I, I what I would say is that um, basically, once you have a certain amount of power, you're kind of uncancelable. I mean, like Louis C.K. Um, you know, to, like he's he's back. <laughs> he maybe he'll yeah. never get to host. Maybe he'll never get to host SNL again. But like yeah. Louis C.K. is going to keep on doing stand up and making money 
forever. And he's going to get to go make jokes about how he like locked the door and made girls watch him jerk off and nothing's going to happen to him. And like, and- sure. And there's not, there's now just a bunch of people who think he's disgusting, but if he's willing to like, if, if that does, doesn't like drive him to despair, if he just decides that that doesn't matter to him, then, then he's untouchable. Donald Trump is the president. Yeah. <laughs> just- yeah. That's, yeah, yeah that's, I, that's that's one of my comebacks for, like, anything. Like, you know, oh, man, do you think I can pull this off? Oh, fucking no, man. Trump's president. Like, you know, of course you could. I, I, I think uh, – I, I do think people are a little too quick to uh, uh, try to punish someone to the fullest extent possible. And, like – and uh, also um, there doesn't seem to be an established way to ever – apologize and make amends for things now because anytime you ever do anything wrong people just bring it up every single day for the rest of your life so i think uh i i think even if this guy like he did apologize and and i'm sure that he can probably there's probably a lot he would be willing to do i think he got like the right penalty they're just like yeah he just got suspended for a game it was just like don't yeah he didn't get to a radio broadcast the game of the year yeah, it, uh, yeah. It's I, not, um, he didn't get, he didn't get crushed for that. It's, he got yeah in a, a, a an appropriate penalty, which is just like think harder about what you say, and he's probably just like all right, fair. <laughs> yeah, I uh, I I posted on Reddit one time, um, like uh, oh what was it? Um, ex- explain like I'm five, uh, and I couldn't, uh, you know, I, I tried to like like pre apologize for it because. I couldn't find like a like a PC term. Always, for it. A, always a great start. Uh, you, you guys <laughs> might hate me. I don't care. Uh, so I just uh, seriously, I was like, you know, trying to find like the reasoning for it, and I was like, All right, I give up. I was like, Reddit is fucking. Somebody will do the work for me. So I asked, you know, I said Eli five retard strength, and <laughs> I said. I said, you know, guys, I said, I'm sorry for, you know, like, don't mean to be offensive. I was like, but I just noticed, like, I had, we had a, Mike, a former coworker, and actually a, some kind of distant family member of mine, like second cousin or third cousin, that had. That's true, uh, you were related to him. Uh, he had some, some kind of mental disorder. Um, I, I don't remember exactly what it was, but, uh. He was fucking strong. Like, uh, well, okay. As best I recall, he had gotten Lyme's disease as yeah, a child. Yeah, yeah. But that, but and, and so like he mentally, yeah, wasn't did something to him. Wasn't uh, I, I wouldn't say not there, but just like basically, just like uh, he he always seemed like a very moody like teen, despite being like thirty. It was like yeah. Like, it, it was almost like 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 all like you know some kind of like uh, it seemed like autism. But, I don't know if I'm yeah, but doing that right, even that's right. But but what that does not account what, what but you asking that question is a hundred percent fair because having uh, any sort of the dis, uh, disability that he had does not account for when that tree branch fell and broke over his head and and nothing happened. <laughs> oh my god. And he just he sort of rubbed his head and then just kept on raking leaves. And then uh, when I was Brendan, I want to let, let me let me let me explain what I saw. <laughs> Tree branches 
you know, most people, a lot of people don't spend much time in the woods these days. But, you know, there's, you always see uh, downed limbs on trees, whatever. That you, get to, you get a particularly unhealthy tree, a, a branch can just fall out of it. A dead piece of wood that's just hanging will drop sometimes. But rarely are you ever there, you know, because it's unlikely. We were there. Carl was standing in the wrong place at the wrong time, and a tree branch fell. How big a tree branch are you talking, compared to your arm thickness? Maybe about as thick as, as a man's arm. Okay. Or so, my it's arm, like not, not particularly thick. But, yeah, so a, long, a, a, nice and heavy? A, a dead tree branch that is maybe about, yeah, t- I would say an, an eight, ten-foot tree branch dropped <laughs> straight out of the tree because it was unhealthy and it fell. And it hit him in the, on the head, and it broke on his head. And he just sort of looked up and then just sort of rubbed his head a bit, and then he just went back to, to clearing brush. He wasn't, like, bleeding or anything? No. Just nothing happened. This enormous tree branch fell and snapped in half on his head, and it was just like a karate man. Anyone else would have been killed by that. This is... How high if, did it fall from? If I remember correctly, it, it's like the equivalent of like if you came up to me and pointed a long shaft rifle at me, and I reached out and grabbed it and just did the thing like where I bent the barrel, <laughs> 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 like up at you. Carl and uh, he so much. He was. Every every day was just some incredible misadventure. He he was always extremely mad about how he wasn't allowed to handle any of the heavy machinery, even though there was a time when he was, and uh, a dump truck rolled. He didn't put the parking brake on, and it rolled down the hill, and he was getting a bagel. Oh. Was I, it the I, hilltop in Bordentown? Yes. Oh, no. That's such a busy hill. <laughs> one, one time... Uh, in the morning, uh, I was going. I was very excited for the day because I, th- I believe it was a day of storm drain cleaning, which was one of the greatest days, if if you remember. Oh yeah, because um, we didn't do anything. Yeah, it was it was basically you driving just drive around, around and, to make sure the storm drains aren't clogged, and they rarely are. Yeah, yeah. But you got to I mean, you got to check. One, yeah, and uh, I was so excited when I got you know when our it was announced I was with Carl and because he just made me laugh all day or I would provoke him to make me laugh. And, um, I said, Hey Carl, I'm just going to run to my car real quick and get like, you know, I don't know, an extra bottle of water. And he had that early morning Carl attitude and he gave one of these like, ah, you know, you're wasting time or like, you know, he was giving me an attitude basically. And I fake, you know, flipped out on him and I, you know, what the fuck, Carl? Like, why do you got to give me an attitude, man? I'm telling you, I'm going to get a water bottle and you got to give me that snotty attitude. I can't effing stand it. You know what I mean? I was like, I can't stand it, dude. I slam the door and walk off laughing. And I go to my car and get my, you know, get my bottle of water. And, um, I came back and I, Never, this, you don't understand how funny. You felt real bad. No, no, you don't understand how funny this is, though. Like, his, his 
it's, explanation. It's, it's a hard sell he, because it sounds like we're making fun of a development disabled person. It does a ex- bit. We except are not. Carl could we dish it not. out. Carl dished it out more than anybody there ever. Carl was yes. constantly dunking on people. Carl went in harder on everybody, just just constantly just trying to make people look stupid. Okay, that's fair. This is this is good. This is good because it's, it's all kind of <laughs> It's important to say that this is not just some hapless young man who we were terrorizing. This isn't. A, this isn't. This isn't a Jim and Dwight situation. Yeah, <laughs> I'm glad you said that. Like, Carl, this is like, Carl was extremely rude all the time. This this perfectly ties in to like my original thought, or you know uh, what I was saying, but. Um, when I came back, what happened was now he felt bad. He knew he was wrong for what he did, even though I really I wasn't upset about anything. I just, you know, I wanted to mess with him a little bit. And uh, I wanted to make him feel bad because of how rude he often was. And he was <laughs> being rude again. So uh, he felt guilty. And, he, you know, he had a softer voice when I came back. And he was like, no, Mike, he was like, look. Here's the misunderstanding about, you know, this, this motion. And he showed me the, uh, you know, like the buttons for the, uh, like the heat and the, you know, you, the fan and the defrost and it's the little switch. And he went, I, I went to turn on the oh, defroster no. and I went like, and I went like this. I just, I laughed probably for four straight hours. <laughs> Just thinking about that. You're just pretending and to turn on like, the heat, oh. and just saying like, "Oh, Carl, okay, I see, I see where I, the misunderstanding was. Like, <laughs> you definitely weren't giving me an attitude. You were definitely flipping the thing, and that's the motion that your hand made." <laughs> he... <laughs> All right, podcasters, we're gonna. We're gonna end the very specific Bordentown Public Works talk. You, you don't have about to. You don't have to. Eight keep, people. You don't have to keep this in. I'm yeah, have. I'm I know. Ha- We're gonna end the show proper. We could talk to Mike. Uh, we can keep, off we, show. We'll keep this going all, off air. Um, but I want to get a shower. So, uh, we're ending. We're ending. Yeah. We haven't even talked about anything. <laughs> That's very true. <laughs> Is there anything you want to say before this ends, Mike? I want to give you like your moment because we we do reference you all the time on the show, and I don't know if you had anything prepared or anything you wanted to say. Um, I kind of had something written down, but it's too jumbled of a thought. I just, I love the show and I wanted to, I, there's, we need to figure something out where I can either call live or I'm, I'm on more episodes because (laughs) uh, I'll, I'll do my part. I'll do my part. Uh, you know, as far as like getting my, getting better audio or Skype, you guys seem to have it figured out pretty well. Mm. Um, well, but like, I'm fucking listening, and I I forget that I it's not a live show, and I can't call in. But like, I don't know. It's too, we'll have to send Mike the rundown every week. Some episodes Go through back, his notes. Like, I just I, you can't believe you reminded me of this because I thought about this and I wanted to bring it up. You, I was just listening to this episode, actually, of Pork Roll Sandwich. And you and Andy were talking about Brendan. And this is, like, I've never heard a better description of, like, of him ever. Let's and hear it. You were, 
Mike said something, something along the lines of like, for somebody that we get along so well with you, Brendan, uh, like, and have so much in common with, it's incredible. Like the line, like the, the blurry line that separates those, those common like things that we enjoy. So like, you know, uh, I wish I fucking wrote down an example, but here's like my best one off the top of my head. Like, oh man, I love Tarantino films. And yeah, like, oh, hell yeah. And then Brandon says like, I love, I've always loved that Tarantino focuses on like feet a lot in, in, in his movies. And he's just like, now wait a minute. Like, no, like that's not, that's not, you know, that's not what I was thinking. I know that's not a real one, Brendan. Oh no, you should have you should have stuck with that because that would have been because it clearly upset Brendan. (laughs) It's not a real one. (laughs) I actually go the complete opposite way. I hate feet. Cut them off. Get them out of here. Give me stumps. Love a stump. Uh, well, uh, thanks. I love a good foot. (laughs) (laughs) Uh. I like <laughs> uh, lose my number, Mike. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Mike, can um, I still talk to you? <laughs> yes. We can nah, keep on talking you. about public works. Um, I don't need your harmony. Do you, uh, <laughs> you want to plug your Instagram? You want anybody to follow you off this? Sure. Do you think it'll really work? No. No. Uh, my Instagram handle is Ugo underscore Feza. Uh... I know you guys are dying to know how I got that name. I'm going to tell you. Uh, I (laughs) was working one day, and there was a truck in, like, a truck yard. uh, And there were several banners about, you know, congratulations to, you know, Tom Smith for 500,000 miles driven. Congratulations to, you know, blank. And then there was one for, congratulations, Ugo Fezzo, one million miles. And I just remember looking at that name and saying, that person doesn't have an Instagram. I'm uh, using that name. I'm going to, this is me now. I just figured it was something I, I hadn't seen from Sonny. Nope. I, I just said, you know what? This is you just pure. stole a man's name. Nobody's going to ever know. They can search it all they want. It's not a movie quote. It's not a fucking, you know, record or, you know, album title. I was like, this is, uh, this is it. And that's, that's who I am. I'm presumably some, you know, 50, 60 year old Zimbabwean man. I don't know. I don't know. Um, I don't know what his name is. Well, that's where we're going to call it tonight. I immediately looked him up on the white pages. I, or I found him on njtaxrecords.net, Mike. Yeah. Hopefully he's not like a fucking convicted felon, but with, with that well. trucking record. Well, with um, that. They own property in Trenton, and it was last sold in 1978 for $27,000. See that? If you want to know about the fucking... We're going to income divide <laughs> and the way that wages have remained flat in this country. That Ugo Feza bought a Lord. house in Trenton for twenty seven thousand dollars in nineteen seventy eight. All right, this has been the Disneyfied. Um, come back next week when we're going to have another guest. Uh, we can look it be forward me to having again? you. I've lost all zeal for life, and my love can it, me, can it be me again? I'm sorry. I want to do it again. 
Okay. So. Every time I play this song, where does she come from, Doctor? Who is this woman? I have absolutely no idea. <laughs> 